0: Welcome to Talk Amongst Yourself, the Balance Entertainment Talking Podcast, and today we're going to be doing a lot of that talking. We've got a lot to cover. We're going to be covering all the announcements from Disney Investor Days, the ones that we care about, as well as all the announcements from the Game Awards and any other weird news story that happens to have cropped up in this incredibly busy month of
1: December. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. A lot to cover today. Uh, right. It was no, weird that Thursday yeah. night... I, I didn't... I. ...didn't know this was happening. Or at least I didn't think it would be this. Um... ...because they announced early on in the... ...on Thursday... ...um... ...there's 10 more Marvel shows... ...10 more Star Wars shows... ...and like 15 other series... ...in production... ...or preparing to be in production... ...right now for... ...Disney Plus. And I was like... ...okay... ...um... ...and obviously I was... ...I was Thursday nights ...about half eleven... ...I was like... ...right the Game Awards is starting... ...so I'll get on Twitter... ...and just keep tabs on that. Um... We are going to talk about the uh, Game Awards as well, but I was casually flicking when someone from IGM was like, oh, that Ahsoka series looked cool. I'm like, who to the what now? Clicked on the link he shared and then found the thread um, of <laughs> just everything they were doing um, out of the blue, without much fanfare. You'd think they'd make a big deal of this. like They'd treat this like, almost like an E3 conference considering the amount of stuff they mentioned, but Alas, no, it was just frantically refreshing Twitter going. Is there more? Is there more, though? Um, and those bastards making Marvel go last. So I didn't get to go to sleep till one o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, no, it as it was a real thing, I am genuinely surprised that they didn't broadcast this because E3 is basically just the investor shareholder meeting where all the stock prices rise. I can't imagine how meteoric the rise in Disney stock was after this because uh-huh. Jesus Christ, Let's not dilly-dally anymore. Let's get straight into it. Um, We're we're not going to cover any of the ESPN or National Geographic stuff because who's watching that? (laughs) The only things (laughs) we care about are the pop culture stuff, and that's where we're going to pick up. So um, they made a ton of um, TV announcements, the most curious of which being that Disney now has to talk about Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) That
1: is the weirdest thing possible. Yeah, they announced that it's going to get four more seasons and will therefore become the longest-running sitcom of all time, but it's hard to imagine a show more out of place in this call than <laughs> Always Sunny. Like, I've just rewatched the Christmas episode where, you know, Charlie Day asked Santa if he fucked his mum, oh, and God, then yeah. ten minutes later, hear some Pixar news. <laughs> it's weird. Um, they did mention at the top of the thing that... Um, We, it didn't seem like this was really the case in America because they've got Hulu as like a side package you get with Disney Plus um, that has all the not safe for Disney keys, uh, ABC shows and all the FX shows now after they brought um, 20th Century Fox. Uh, We're getting a new streaming service called Star that will have all of that on. So um, that means the alien queen is now finally joining all the other Disney princesses on Disney Plus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god it's so, it's so weird
0: to think about how much shit Disney owns now yeah there's going to be an alien TV series um, that's weird right um, does appear to be being uh, helmed by the director of uh, the Fargo and Legion TV series so you know what Legion's actually pretty good so yeah. and I, I I like Fargo the original film but obviously I haven't seen you know the tv no, version i've heard I, good things
1: i wonder if this is now going to supersede that neil blomkamp alien movie that seems to be in production for like 10 years at this point neil blomkamp doesn't direct films he just signs on to projects and then leaves them i'm still yeah. waiting for that halo film for god's sake yeah yeah it's yeah uh, he, he hasn't got a tremendous amount of follow through but i mean we are living in the golden age of television if there's ever a budget and a way of making the cgi work for an alien tv show it's now Um, I imagine it's not actually going to be the aliens going to be relatively prominent in it but I imagine it's more going to be space marines and their you know trials and tribulations and the alien Mm. will just pop up occasionally but that's relatively interesting I would say
0: yeah relatively so Uh, same amount of uh, press can be given to the long-standing, well, it was going to be a film, now it's a TV series of Why the Last Man, being produced by FX, coming to Hulu, obviously, then coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah, they've, they've had this license for fucking ages, and have not done anything with it. Um, and now they're doing it, uh, both of these series, both Alien and Why the Last Man, are still in development. So yeah. they are not coming any time soon, but, you know,
1: they've, they've got a weird thing for um, white logos on black backgrounds, haven't they? Right, that was their deal uh, for all the FX shows. That was Sarah' uh, visual choice. Um, yeah, it's. I feel like... I've never read Why the Last Man, but I feel like I've been hearing about it coming to some screen for about the last 20 years. It just feels like it has just been perpetually... Like, oh, yeah, it's coming. Don't worry, we're finally going to get around to doing Why the Last Man. This time it's for reals. And that you'll hear nothing for two years, and then there'll be a new way they're going to adapt it. So I don't expect this to come to effects anytime soon. It'll probably be delayed four more times. But uh, I'm just glad it's out for the bloke who writes it who's really waiting for that royalty check to roll in from the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been waiting. Like, I I've put, I've put a down payment on a house based on this, like, in 2005, and it's still not here. Um <laughs> please brian by Cable doesn't want to write for marvel anymore <laughs> please help him out please god right um so that was all the the fx stuff they kind of interspersed more tv shows throughout so i'm sure we'll uh, circle back in some point
0: Probably will. Uh, we're going to have to move on and leave the TV stuff. Star- there are other things in there that you might be interested in, like American Horror Story, or if you used to like Shogun back in the days. There's more stuff coming for you. We don't give a shit, though. We've got to move on to Star Wars. We've got a lot to Here cover. Here we go. Right. Um, we got a subtle reminder that please watch The Mandalorian. Um, I don't know why they're asking us. Everybody's watching it. Right. But, sure, we'll have a trailer that covers basically everything but the final two episodes. Thank you. Right. Right. There is going to be ten Star Wars TV shows, <laughs> right? Ten of the fuckers. Okay, cool. First one: Rangers of the New Republic. It's set in the timeline of the Mandalorian, so it's post Episode Six. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as the name would imply, we'll follow the New Republic. We've seen them in a couple of episodes of the new series of Mandalorian, um, most notably in episodes two and three. Yeah. Um, and and then obviously now cara june is working for the new republic so i would say we're probably going to get some cara june cameo
1: i would I, expect i wouldn't be surprised if she's if they transition her out and make her the main character like that would be fine by me i i feel like they're just doing what you know they're taking the mcu model and applying it to star wars tv shows of seeding in other characters into you know the the prized asset and then allowing that to spin out into other things um, the logo does look a bit like a Buzz Lightyear logo, which is a bit uh, strange. Especially as yes, it's talking about Space Rangers, but there we go. Uh, more on him later. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this will be... This is smart because I think my worry with The Mandalorian is because at the moment it is the reason to have Disney+. Plus, oh, yeah. I'm worried that they will then think, well, we'll just have to keep making series. And I do think there's a shelf life for these things where... Especially with the Mandalorian, I feel like if it goes any further than the third season, I'd start to worry that okay, eventually the quality is going to drop. If you are tied to keeping it Mando and the baby and the baby Yoda, or Isn't Grogu it, as we have to call him now,
0: yeah, his actual name that uh, we found out by having Rosario
1: Dawson stare at him for an hour. Yep, yeah, that's. Hey, I like that episode. That was a good episode. Um, it was a great episode. It's just so it's just weird. It was so. I feel like if they're going to be doing these as relatively limited series, this is what they need to be doing. Seed other characters into the seasons that are running and then spin them out into a thing. And, I mean, The Mandalorian's been a blast so far. So that's why I am maybe holding a little bit more hope that this can be good, because at least he's got direct ties. It seems like um, the brain trust behind The Mandalorian will be involved in this one and the next one we're going to talk about at the very least. Uh, that'll mm-hmm. be Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau seem to have heavy hands in this so that's good um which
0: is which is great because they're the two that are making star wars actually exciting again so that's nice
1: yeah um so obviously dave Filoni got his he he made his wish on the monkey paw and he's getting an ahsoka live action series um good for him
0: starring everyone's favorite rosario dawson
1: like i know i mentioned i don't know if i actually mentioned it on the podcast which is in the preamble but oh rosario dawson is not a favorite of mine currently she keeps popping up in everything that i like and doing mediocre work i think she was pretty good as a Soaker. yeah i i don't know if it's sustainable for a whole series necessarily but at least they set up something interesting um in the mandalorian as to what this is going to be based on i would imagine so oh yeah absolutely are we can we talk about that is that allowed is that i would spoilers? save it just in case people are waiting to for all of the episodes of the Mandalorian to be out so they can binge through it. So, um, we yeah. do plan to have a review next week, uh, when the final episode has gone out, but, uh, yeah, they've set something up in, in the episode she's in, which I don't think is too much of a spoiler. They, they, it, the, you know, the day after that episode, it's every Disney platform going had a picture of, uh, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. front And yeah. center. Um, this is going to be a limited series apparently. So I'm taking that to mean it's a one and done. Um, fair enough i mean rosario dawson's relatively busy um and I, I hopefully they've got they know the exact story they want to tell and can do it in eight episodes uh and that's probably good for budgetary reasons they've got to bounce the book somehow you can't have 10 series of each of these tv shows so the occasional you know this is basically a long-form movie that's probably a good idea for the books
0: yeah it probably is and you know we we know Obviously, we get to talk about it next week, uh, but we know who the villain of this is going to be. There are very heavy hints as to what else is coming from other Star Wars animated TV shows. I'm looking dead in the direction of Star Wars Rebels. Um, So that's going to be interesting. Not the only new original series. Uh, The next one, they've been talking about it for a while, but now we've started to see it actually coming together. Um, It's the Cassian Andor series. Andor
1: yeah i i feel like originally it was called andor and k2so so i don't know whether they've they've dropped the droid whether alan two dicks can't be in it all as much as they would want to be able to co-brand it if it's a story of how they met somehow but yeah this is good i think um rogue one is finally getting the residual love that it deserved like there was no han solo off uh announced today put it that way um it looked. I mean, we, we barely saw anything. They they showed some behind the scenes filming, uh, and a bit of concept art. But I'm st- I was this was the one on the radar that we kind of heard might be coming. That maybe I wasn't the most excited for. That's up next. But uh, th- I really think this is going to be great. Rogue One, if nothing else, was great at showing like the murky side of the rebellion. Like it's not all sunshines and rainbows, kids. We've got to do some pretty underhanded stuff. And that was largely Cassie Andor's doing. So the, the murky side of the rebellion is a very fertile ground for a limited series. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: I would say that there is no Mandalorian without Rogue One. So no. getting to return back to the kind of very limited focus Rogue One story. Very happy with that. Can't wait to see that, um, especially because... I felt like Diego Luna was one of the best parts of that film, along with Alan Tudyk, who is fantastic as K2SO, like, yeah. one of the best droids.
1: I I don't know how necessarily they kind of differentiate it from the Mandalorian. Like, he was... He, we haven't really seen underhanded Mando this season. He's been relatively, like, you know, fighting the good fight now. Um, so it's going to be interesting how they're going to differentiate the two, especially since, you know, they're kind of outlaws working on the fringes of society doing the dirty work yada yada blah blah um other than like the religion of the mandalorian core that seems like a basic setup promise for what the mandalorian was going to be i mean the soki don't need to do that it's got a jedi in and a pre-established character so i i hope they've got some ideas to differentiate this out um it'd be good if the mandalorian by this point has ended so there's not two you know lovable rogue star wars tv shows going out at the same time but uh yep still all that being said pretty pumped for this but not as pumped as i am for the next one. Oh boy here we go uh
0: so we all know it was happening you mcgregor came on stage at uh our, the thing in anaheim star wars celebration
1: was uh, it D, oh, d23 is it d23 uh it was
0: one it was one of the two and said i'm yeah. back as obi-wan and everyone's been saying okay kenobi's coming kenobi's coming we now know the series is actually Obi-Wan Kenobi as opposed to just Kenobi. Mm-hmm. But he ain't the only one coming back, Darren.
1: Did you ever think <laughs> in a million years you'd be excited to see the name Hayden Christensen ever again? <laughs> oh, God. We are
0: staunch defenders of episode three. But we Hayden are. Christensen is not a particularly strong actor in that film Or the previous one. You could have just ended
1: it the phrase, strong actor. Um, Yeah, 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 you're right. Oh, this ticks all those boxes for me. Like, Air Generation is definitely driving the wheels of all the Star Wars creative if they've uh, gone with this as the option. Yeah, it's... It sounds so good. Like, I'm happy, again, it's a limited series. I don't think this needs a season two. I don't want too much interaction between the two, because I think that kind of ruins their uh when they get reunited in a new hope mm. but
0: i do oh. want i do want uh that moment that we get in star wars rebels where he fought maul i want something like that with yeah. vader like early vader like i would like it i know that by the end of episode 3 you see him in the full vader costume but i would love to see like a proto vader like a different suit and he has no idea it's anakin oh my fuck that would be so good
1: that would be pretty neat, it's, yeah, it's, it feels like, again, this is the most fertile of Grange first stuff to tell about, there's, I mean, they kind of left Obi-Wan on Tatooine at the end of episode 3, and we found him on Tatooine at the end of episode 4, so, th- there's, there's not a whole lot of room for manoeuvre there, because we know there's no real peril, he's not going to die or anything, but, yeah there's if they can tap into what they had in episode three of the emotionality michael it's gonna be it's gonna be really dope i i can't wait if you if i could watch one of these just one of these like immediately it would definitely definitely be this one
0: please tell me that episode three choreography is coming back
1: oh we we need episode three choreography (laughs) we need that yes because we haven't like the, the battles in the mandalorian are fine but they're all blasters which is great, but you need to take those to the next level to even come close to a lightsaber battle. If we have both of them, maybe a bit slower, but not like Alec Guinness levels of slow. Oof. Mm.
0: Oof that would that would
1: that would be the thing we want. I really need to get on the like get on the treadmill with Clone Wars and Rebels because I feel like I'm not going to enjoy these to the full extent if I haven't caught up. That's already started happening with the second season of The Mandalorian where i'm like i'm not playing with a full deck of cards here so i am powering through the clone wars as fast as i possibly
0: can (laughs) speaking of the clone wars the spin-off that i am so fucking excited for we're getting a bad batch series hell yes and it's not even just going to be more clone wars it's now the bad batch are stormtroopers oh yes 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 fucking love the bad batch it's such a good idea
1: for a series oh my god yeah 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 i really want to be where you are but so far the bad batch has just been these like kind of very kiddie. like we don't really get along all that well i know they get better in later seasons but i i haven't really seen the best of them yet so i am not all that hyped for this yet i imagine i will get there by the time this drops but uh yeah I, I think I need a bit more seasoning before I'm ready to like jump on the hype bandwagon for this. Mm.
0: Uh, what I really like is that they they're putting Tarkin in this as well and it's before he's grand off. he's just like an ah. admiral or a general. It's like okay, young Tarkin in control of the bad batch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's getting me excited. I'm going to have to rewatch Clone Wars now. I'm going to have to rewatch it all.
1: I just watched like a breakdown of um of of the Mandalorian season the, the last episode of the Mandalorian and i think they like alleged i don't know if it's been confirmed or not. that cara dune is in this trailer like young cara dune is in this
0: oh no that's interesting mm. that would be very interesting cuz like cara dune's like i i knew she was republic but like actually no if she's republic then she would it would be it would be episodes post episode 6 wouldn't it this is gonna oh, be this is this is pre episode four still, or right. possibly around
1: the time of episode four. So this is what I don't I don't know, but that's what they seem to be hinting towards. So again, more into promotion stuff. That's all good. Um is it, this is where they start to get these are the things they've got kind of tangible things to show. Mm. I think past this point it's more just ideas they have. Yeah, pretty much. So first it was Star Wars Visions, anime Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, cool.
0: I'm happy yeah. with that. At least it's short films. It's not trying to make a proper anime out of Star Wars. They did say which stu- which studios were on board, but I I have lost that information. Um, that'll that'll really tell us what kind of anime we're getting if what's so like if for example. If we end up getting a collaboration from, say, Studio Madhouse, you're going to see some crazy shit. Right. But if you're getting, like, Shueisha on board, it eh, might not look great, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm I'm quietly optimistic. I'm a lover of anime, and this sounds like a different lens with which to watch Star Wars. Although, one of the last episodes of The Mandalorian was basically Seven Samurai. So yeah, yeah
1: it, was. <laughs> it ne- needs to differentiate itself but it didn't really make it clear if it's like retelling star wars through anime so we get like anime versions of like you know bits of the films or whatever or if it's like brand new side stories set in the star wars galaxy that happen to be anime
0: yeah there's um that, uh, that's not really been uh, this is where you, you your like assessment of the situation of uh, this is just they're throwing some ideas out there this is very much so. that it's like they know they're doing it they don't know what it's going to be yet which is interesting
1: yeah they they, they're putting this right no more so than the next one where we're getting a lando series but they didn't even tell us which lando it is yep that's well no didn't they say that oh no they
0: didn't they didn't say which
1: lando it is no they didn't say whether it's going to be donald glover or whether it's going to be um uh oh my god billy williams um it could be both I guess like Billy Dee Williams retelling the story of um, when he was younger and then you can have a bit of Donald Glover in there. They did kind of leave something set up at the end of Rise of Skywalker mm. with him and the lady whose name escapes me. Um, the, the, the girl with the horse. Um, oh yeah. That they could go down that route. That seems like the most obvious starting off point for this. Um, but I just don't know if you, you you know, Billy Billy D Williams is getting on a bit. Um, I don't know if he's going to be all that great for action scenes and stuff like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. But still, interesting. It's from the guy who did, um, Dear White People. So, are we going to finally address racism in Star Wars?
0: (sighs) Man, I, I, I don't know whether we need that. That's what makes me think it's going to be Young Lando. That and, they've not put it on the Twitter page, but if you go on to um, comicbookreport.com, mm-hmm. you can see the logo, and it's very gold with a blue trim and oh, a nice, red Star Wars logo. That makes yeah. me think it's going to be Young Lando.
1: I, well, this thing, BDW is getting on a bit, might not be the best reaction. I imagine Donald Glover is quite expensive at the moment. Um, Maybe this is animated, then i don't know yeah this is the thing it's all speculation at this point they've just said a lando series is coming and it's an event series which again points to it being limited um but still exciting i i don't i can't say i've watched dear white people but still this is he, he's one of the most prominent characters to not have his own like section of of the law really It's all to himself so what law do you need he's <laughs> the only defining factor of lando Carisian is he's cool and he definitely fucks i know but if it is subtitled lando intergalactic's uh, motherfucker then fair enough but yeah <laughs> not yet um now this one the next one this is tasty
0: yes it is it really is um so it's not exactly we don't know what it is but, but just the last three words make me very excited about this. This one's called The Acolyte. Uh-huh. Um, it's a mystery thriller. It's going to take pe- uh, its viewers, in the words of the tweet, uh, into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High
1: Republic era. Oh boy. So oh boy. You're, if you're not all that uppity, um, recently in the, I think it's like, in the comics and novels there's a big gonna a big kind of event happening this year that was originally called like star wars luminous or something like that luminous beings and has never been revealed to be star wars the high republic it's set about 200 years before um phantom menace um and, and it's, it's the height of the previous republic of the jedi and, and all that kind of business so this is now going to be by some considerable distance the earliest piece of live action star wars media we will have so and the first one set outside of that time frame between phantom menace and um, rise skywalker
0: that alone
1: is enough
0: we're definitely getting far outside of the skywalker saga which is great very happy for that even though i think the mandalorian is one of the best things in star wars it is still very much planted right in the middle of that story so seeing something that is not going to be that that makes me excited
1: i don't know who we're going to be shooting because there will be no stormtroopers available to us
0: i mean maybe you're going to get some old republic style stuff and it's going to be proper jedi v sith back when the sith were considered to be at the height of their power
1: sith army oh sith army fuck yeah this sense just that's all i need i don't need any more information Oh, please that...
0: tell me the first words of the first episode are "Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Places <laughs> oh the Wise?" Oh
1: my god, um, that would be immense. Yeah, I couldn't be more into this. This is this is what we needed. This is what X uh, like ancillary Star Wars content should be. It uh, should be as much as everyone loves the Mandalorian and getting like side characters. There also needs to be a lot of room for just expanding this universe. They've this is a, kind of the problem is you've got this very, very fertile universe that they've they keep putting the same constraints on of Like, no, you've got to have TIE fighters, you've got to have X-Wings, you've got to have very clearly defined good people in orange jumpsuits versus very easily find evil people in white and black suits and go from there because they were going to do this with. Um, they, they had two cracks at this well in development the um benioff and weiss game of thrones guys were going to do something set outside the star wars saga era see skywalker saga era even and then that got canned uh and then uh what's his face uh from the last jedi uh what is his name Ryan johnson ryan johnson was going to have this we haven't heard anything yet it wasn't mentioned here that was also going to be set outside of this era so I don't know if that's happening anymore um, well, particularly as we w- now know what the new movies are going to be.
0: Well, yeah, this is it because this those were all going to be films. And this has yeah. been very much this the Disney Plus series. This is Disney Plus series that a lot of things, a Disney Plus series, the actual movies, different kettle
1: of fish. Exactly. So still, it's it's exciting. It's, it's the most it's the best sign, I think, coming out of this that we're not going to be scared to go outside the box that we already live in to to, for want of a better phrase they're not going to be afraid to go look if you've got a vision for something go for it knock yourself out there is so much stuff you can do it's the biggest disappointment of the new trilogy is that it was so tied to the trilogy that it had you know all the same trappings of it and we didn't really get a lot of new stuff out of it My Lego collection is not all that filled with stuff from the new films because they didn't really have any new spaceships. They didn't really have any new concepts. It was just rejigged Empire versus rejigged Rebellion again. Well, yeah, but you know, the X Wing's back in Black (laughs) Podana. And I get the appeal of the safety of that, and maybe that's why it's better it's on Disney Plus. We have a movie. You've got to be hitting all the quadrants and you've got to get everyone involved and it's just easier to rely on what worked before and play on nostalgia. I feel like there's slightly less risk with a Disney Plus series and therefore you can kind of, yeah, you know, open up the the tabs a little bit and say, look, if you've got an idea and you know when you want to set it, as long as it's good, knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't the last uh,
0: series to be announced. There was another one from Lucasfilm Animation. Uh, they're teaming up with the Industrial Light and Magic to develop uh, a droid story. Uh, it's uh, an epic journey that will introduce us to a new hero guarded by R2-D2 and C-3PO. I hope you're ready for Bart's moon
1: party in outer space, because that's what this <laughs> series sounds like. Right. I I did think this was live action. I was very excited that basically we are getting the R2-D2 series, but uh, apparently not. Um, no, sadly not. Oh, if all of this can top off with just R2-D2 and the journey uh, the Journal of the wills i'm be a happy boy
0: yeah that sounds that, pretty good
1: this if, if if that's all i get is uh, the, it's just revealed yes this is r2d2 retelling everything oh worth it um but yeah i mean it just means we're going to hear more of anthony daniels uh, which which is great i mean <laughs> i wouldn't want anyone else really C in P o, but he's not a great human being is he
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, it's true it's Bart's Moon Party from Outer Space <laughs> with R2-D2 playing the bass. Oh, there's a Simpsons quote for, for everything.
1: everything. Uh, I don't give a shit about Willow. <laughs> yeah, who does? Who gives a shit about I, Willow? I know someone who Willow is their favourite film from when they were a kid. Oh, God, if they had a stroke? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's a big Viking-looking dude, and his favourite film is fucking Willow. Jesus. But, yeah, not for me. Uh, oh, White Davis is back also. Moving on. Um.
0: <laughs> um, it's, di- it's directed by the Crazy Rich Agents guy. That's all you need to know. Uh, let's move on. Isn't um, he the Fast and Furious guy as well? Oh, God. Uh, John M. is His name does...
1: No, wasn't he the guy who directed Hobbs and Shaw? Is that the guy? Oh, maybe. But I think Hang he on. got that because he did... Have a look-see. And uh, that's John Cho, oh, isn't he? Oh... Oh, John, no, no,
0: John M. Chu is Crazy Rich Asians, Now You See Me 2. Uh, oh, and he's I also, hate that film. Yeah, it's dreadful. Uh, G.I. Joe Revolution. So, uh, oh, no, sorry. You yeah, have retaliation. Uh, and he's directing uh, In the Heights next year, which is um, the musical that came before uh, Hamilton in the uh, oh, Lin- yeah. Wells <laughs> Miranda's thing. So I'm actually quite excited to see that.
1: Um, who they also love, by the way. Taika Waititi and Lin-Manuel Miranda have done very well for themselves after this production. Because I think oh, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda is writing every song for every upcoming Disney movie, I think for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, OK. Do you want to cover the two film announcements for Star Wars or
1: do you want to cover the rest of the Lucasfilm stuff? Uh, well, let's just cap off some of the Lucasfilm stuff because I think it's going to be relatively fast. be um, fast. We kind of already knew. About Indiana Jones Five with uh, James Mangold uh, in the directing chair. Mm. um I just I I recently watched Ford versus Ferrari. That's a good film. Oh um,
0: God, yeah, it's so good.
1: And also he did The Wolverine. So if they're not, yeah, just no Logan. Sorry, he also did do The Wolverine. But yeah, if they're taking Logan energy and applying it to Indiana mm. Jones Five, that's got me slightly more excited than I was. But then you remember temple of the crystal skull and eh.
0: again like you say if it's logan energy that's that's got me excited because logan was just unironically a great film even if you took the x-men
1: out of it it is i still haven't really watched it my my blu-ray is now i think three years old and i haven't taken out the wrappers because you've got to be in a very 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 specific mood to want to watch logan yeah yeah it's not exactly a happy feel-good film it, is it isn't. basically an art piece it is but i mean that's a good sign off for indie right i mean they have to at some point they got to kill him right you've got to, you've got to end the cycle because otherwise they'll keep getting him back until they perish like harrison ford just fucking thanos dissolves so they've got to they've got to end it sooner rather than later he got a good send-off in force awakens that's what I'm hoping for here. I think that's why they've gone and got James Mangold in. So that he can give Indy an ending. Something that Spielberg and Lucas didn't really seem in a rush to do. Mm. I would like to see him do that here. Do you think they're going to bring Shia LaBeouf back? God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> no, because there is already someone they... He should be passing the torch onto. It should be short round. Yeah, Go obviously. And get the, the fan casting of the guy from The Walking Dead. Perfect. Go and get him. Pass the torch on to him. Move on.
0: Short round, Jones. I'm down for it.
1: Right. Because uh, Also, they didn't mention because there was the long running rumour that Chris Pratt had been like cast as young Indiana Jones. That isn't brought up here. So I guess that's not necessarily happening anytime soon.
0: No, not particularly. Um, it certainly doesn't seem to be a priority considering that they are spinning out their franchises into 2023 yes. and that's just Lucasfilm so yeah it
1: doesn't seem like that's an immediate priority for them we should have pointed out most stuff we mentioned for star wars doesn't have a date on it um they the only one they dated is andor's coming in 2022 as um, is uh indy 5 yeah as is indy 5 um but kenobi didn't get a release date star wars vision should be next year um but that is literally the only one that had a date on they were a bit more specific when it came to the marvel stuff but the star wars stuff seems very early in the tooth yeah i think with a lot of the marvel stuff they're
0: also playing catch-up for basically the lost year that is 2020 so yeah. they can give dates whereas a lot of this star wars stuff i don't feel like any of this was greenlit until they saw how much people love the mandalorian
1: you just to give you an update that is easily the best um, economic you know kind of uh, measurement for how uh, well anything is doing you cannot get baby elder builder bear for love no fucking money and trust yep. me i've tried <laughs>
0: i'm not surprised
1: in the slightest (laughs) it was there in october i should have got it then. i made a rookie mistake
0: Mm. Mm. you did you did had i wanted another plushie i think i probably would have gotten it in october but um i'm good i like the baby yoda i don't need more than what i've already got of him (laughs) (laughs) because
1: i went in there on a i went to go and get one for my new niece i have a new niece in the world the baby flow there are more guttridges in the world Uh, i went to go and get her mandatory build a bear um, and I literally went in there, like, like I was going up to a crack deal. I was like, "Yo, you gonna baby yoda shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam?" I was like, "Oh damn it, alright." <laughs> oh no, that's stressful. It, it, it was also weird doing it in the time of COVID. I didn't get to press the little pedal, Michael, to put the stuff in. It. I was miserable.
0: That is that is a miserable experience because Build-A-Bear is basically an overpriced toy shop. If you don't get to do the thing,
1: it is it is guess he found a 10 pound voucher he didn't know about though and got his bear for four pound what a great day nice <laughs> uh, star wars yep more star wars <laughs> well they know something about a, they're adapting a, a best-selling novel called children of blood and bone i have no idea what that is um no, it's not a star wars thing though it's just been uh, developed by lucasfilm it is um so again we had confirmation of one thing and then a completely brand new thing um taika waititi the world's most employed man um <laughs> is uh he's getting he, he's doing a star Wars film we he kind of almost confirmed this when it was a rumor a few months ago uh but that's it no information no date no nothing but he's now on the list of directors i will follow anywhere so oh awesome. yeah the, the idea i mean
0: can you imagine if this film this Star Wars film that he's making is a cross between like Jojo Rabbit and
1: what we do in the shadows. Oh, my God. That would be perfect. <laughs> because, like, you could just pluck any random idea out of the like of the air and think, well, Taika Waititi can make a funny one of this. I want this to be the Star Wars comedy. Like, I'm not saying he's necessarily hamstrung by that because there are good dramatic moments in, um, in Thor Ragnarok. There's good dramatic points in... Um, in Jojo Rabbit, so he's not like he can just do comedy, but we've got enough of those in already. I want a comedy.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to have something that is primarily comedy-driven. With, but it, yeah, basically a comedy drama, not a drama comedy. You know, it's God a very... I wish
1: he'd done solo. Oh, that would have been so good. That would right. have been so good. They were gearing up <laughs> for a comedy when they gave it to Lord and Miller. Like I know they subbed in um Ron Howard and he did fine but they really I really wish we could go back in time and give that to Tiger YtT because writing solo dialogue seems like the perfect thing for him to do
0: yeah it would have been interesting to have seen a little bit more depth and actual humor to that series rather than that weird thing that they did um in solo where his best friend was a talking pie <laughs>
1: Oh Michael, you've done it again. These happy yeah. days are eyes then with, they're me. with me. Oh, happy. Oh, happy days. Love it. <laughs> There's no way that's gonna be synced on the audio. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh right, so then they just retweeted a video from pa Jenkins, um director of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty what is it, eighty eight? 84, eight, 84 yeah, sorry Wonder Woman 1984 yeah which is somehow coming out in cinemas she was on Graham Norton on Friday and they were like oh yeah it's coming out in cinemas I'm like what cinema <laughs> not <laughs> for us open. it isn't Darren <laughs> like so if you're living in a tier one like area so if you're on the Isle of Wight good news you can watch uh, Wonder Woman 84 on Boxing Day good for you <laughs> um, oh, real quick oh, sorry God. do you know the Christian Bale oh good for you <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying that so often in our house, we realise it also sounds like the start of the Strictly Come Dancing music. So the meme in our house is now, Oh, good for you! Ah, (laughs) Just a little insight there into the madness that lockdown has caused. (laughs) It's that Christian Bale Strictly Come Dancing Terminator Genesis crossover you always wanted. You fucking with the lights in the background, like.
0: More on him later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a
1: ride. Let's talk about this Patty Jenkins thing, right? So it's a really nice video, and like I, I, I hope this was a hundred percent sincere in that she's rollerblading over like some cracked pavement and make it look like it's you know an epic flying sort over some planet, and then she zooms up and it's just Patty Jenkins on some roller skates. Um, and she goes to the back of a car and she's talking about her dad, who was a, a fighter pilot in the uh, U.S. Army um in the us air force even uh and uh talking about the thrill of seeing like you know the the f-16s flying over the top of them all good stuff says that he died in the line of duty um and ever since then she's been like determined to make the fighter pilot movie but wasn't given you know the, the project to make that happen until now and she puts on she puts on the helmet the rebel helmet she pulls up the orange jumpsuit and then just walks to an x-wing it was so so nicely done. I yeah. really like this presentation. And now I am super, duper stoked that we're getting a Rogue Squadron movie. The best and only game
0: you need on a GameCube, arguably, is Rogue Squadron. You've thrown Wind Waker under the goddamn bus. How dare you? <laughs> uh, uh, OK, yeah. Wind Waker. OK. Wind Waker, Smash, Mario, Sunshine, Eternal <laughs> Darkness. OK, yeah. so a lo- Metroid Prime. You need a lot of things... Uh, Maybe the Donkey Kong games as well. You need a lot of things on there. However, the best Star Wars game pre Battlefront 2 was Rogue Squadron.
1: Oh, uh Star Wars Squadrons, not bad.
0: Is actually not.
1: It's fine. Yeah, I haven't finished the campaign yet uh, because Assassin's Creed Valhalla got here. But yeah, not bad. But yeah, um, it's not seemingly not based on that game. I they haven't really given it a time frame of whether this is going to be like pre um death star blowing at rogue squadron and they're gonna i don't know somehow find a way to get in there or if this is gonna be like the formation of a new rogue squadron post uh second death star blowing up either way excited
0: yeah either way it's a rogue squadron film that sounds awesome yeah the idea that it is she's just trying to make she's like I she said it's not it's a fighter pilot movie of which there's not that many that aren't top gun so yeah that's going to be interesting to me maybe we do get a gay volleyball montage in this as well i'm, I'm all down for it
1: <laughs> oh please um so this is going to be the next star wars film so this is slated for i think christmas 2023 that's correct with i think the taika t one I, i've seen people kind of pencil it in for two years after that so that'll be christmas 2025 um so, good, they clearly haven't started... I mean, they've, they've still yet to get Wonder Woman 84 out, so I imagine this is in just concept stage at this point. But mm. still, this is... I think this was... This is up there in terms of brand new information as, like, the most exciting thing that got announced. I think Marvel may have topped it slightly, but um, this is... This seems like a home run. Like, we all have problems with the ending of Wonder Woman, but that's literally it. Um, we'll have to see what 84 comes out like, but, yeah, I mean... I'm surprised she went back to Disney because Patty Jenkins was meant to do Thor The Dark World and had to leave because of, like... Uh, it wasn't like Edgar Wright levels of disagreements, but up there. Um, and But she's back in the fold, so... I mean, if she's not working for Kevin Feige, maybe that's what it is. She's happy to work for Star Wars. But, uh, yeah, glad she's back. Excited for this.
0: Well, wasn't Feige placed in charge of some Star Wars stuff as well recently? Was he? I feel like... Feige got. Oh wait, no, is Feige just in charge? No, he's definitely in charge of more Disney shit now, isn't he? I'm um, pretty sure they gave him some creative direction over Star Wars. They
1: they they did a thing where they made him um, Kevin Feige Star Wars. There we go. They um, he's developing he's developing a new Star Wars movie for Disney. Um, well, maybe this is it then.
0: This is it how you happen. would get package Patty, Patty Jenkins back on board. It's just it's no longer because let's let's be real jenkins probably left that project because of pearl mutter yeah and now feige's back on board and if feige's now heralding a star wars project and it's this that makes a lot
1: of sense i mean if, if nothing else kevin feige does have a page on wikipedia um so there we are <laughs> um, That tells you a lot you there. yeah uh, right so then they dove into the national geographic stuff um fine uh then we got some um this is kind of when they just started going to the here's some random disney plus stuff we want to talk about yep uh is there anything in particular you want to jump on uh, well first of all hocus pocus 2 is coming yes it is hocus pocus 2 cool. is, is on the way
0: uh when's it oh yeah no so we've got adam shankman who's direct who's been tapped to direct i don't think i've seen any of his films that's annoying that is he... really
1: annoying what's he doing
0: Let's find out. Um, I I, um... I think
1: recently they said that the original cast was basically confirmed to come back. Um, Which is good, because I mean, like, I I don't really give a shit about anything in that movie other than The Three Witches. Um, Particularly just Bette Midler. So, yeah, this was... This is the one where I told people the next day on the work call, like, did you see everything Disney announced? This is the one that got the biggest pop of, like, oh, finally! Okay, good.
0: Okay, I have actually seen two adam shank three adam Shankma movies okay cool um uh, so from most recent to least recent he's most recently directed what men want um rock of ages bedtime stories hairspray cheaper by the dozen two the pacifier bringing down the house a walk to remember and the wedding planner okay i've Um, I've seen uh bedtime stories it's a crock of shit i've seen hairspray (laughs) i really liked it and i've seen the pacifier it's a crock of shit so have you not seen hmm. rock of
1: ages no i skipped that completely i kind of like rock of ages in a disgusting way um speaking of which they are redoing cheaper by the dozen as well uh from the blackish guys doing um uh, a mixed race cheaper by the Dozen. Cool. what else was that uh, some stuff Zach like f1's going to be in the three men and a baby remake all right for reasons there's
0: more mighty ducks come in there's some people you haven't heard of apart from emilio estevez is in it
1: so yeah, that's good and the, the girl from gilmore girls um the woman from gilmore girls i should say yeah uh, die a wimpy kid is animated nah. not the museum animated nah. they're remaking
0: uh, we, turner and hooch but they managed to get
1: josh from drake and josh Uh huh. For reasons. Um. Um, Jungle Cruise is still coming next year. I think that's just reconfirming when uh, that's coming out. We're getting a prequel to the live action Lion King. That scares me. That very much scares me. Young Mufasa and Scar, surely. Easily. Basically. It's it's basically the
0: old Republic of a Lion King movie. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Um. Oh, God. Um. It's the weird thing, though, is that they've got Barry Jenkins, who directed Moonlight, doing it. That's weird. That's real weird. That that's a choice. Uh (laughs) There has never been a more like in all of the Oscar films I watched, Moonlight felt like one of the more like important and heartfelt ones. And then it's like, cool, we saw that basically artwork that you made around the the gay experience in the black community and how that is so different to what you see in any other story cool giving lion king
1: (laughs) who makes these decisions well maybe it's a stroke of genius maybe they thought well we could just we could just churn out another live action lion king ones basically on one of the like you know the straight to dvd ones um and people would go and watch it maybe they're trying to do something interesting of like actually getting in a very serious director with a you know a vision for what it could be and then he went, I mean, I don't, this is good, because I don't think they'll go down, like, a Star Wars route and have the Lion King people be about trade routes in the Savannah. So, um, <laughs> that's good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's 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 made it slightly more interesting than if they'd just gone. Um, <laughs> Sorry,
0: all I can think of is no, no, like just, like, Mufasa and uh, Scar taking another hunt and being like, <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. <laughs>
1: Maybe that is what we want. <laughs> <laughs> oh Maybe god, we're monsters!
0: <laughs> you get like an early like white feathered Zazu be like, I am TC fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh,
1: I'm making Jesus. the most
0: cursed film in my mind. <laughs> uh,
1: there'd be a Jar Jar hippo, of course there would.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, this is what you should make. Get Lucas on the blower now. <laughs>
1: Oh I do no! Inter- Fair Entertainment does not endorse the ideas of Michael Owen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, if they just said, "Oh, this is coming from," um, oh, what's his face I did the first one? We literally just mentioned him, uh, John Favreau doing oh, yeah, this I'm like, oh, fine, okay, I expected that, but yeah. oh, you ready to talk some controversy, Michael?
0: Controversy of things I like and also don't like. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs>
1: is your hill to die on the ariel from the little mermaid is black yeah, yeah really the hill you want to die on <laughs> there are
0: two larger problems in this movie one of them is why are we remaking the little mermaid the second of which why is melissa mccarthy ursula i mean money and yeah. money yeah your answers there michael yeah yeah you got me there everything else i don't even mind like <laughs> thomas jefferson from hamilton as sebastian hell, hell yeah right
1: i'm right. dead oh uh, just the storm that this caused like ariel is a mermaid she <laughs> can be any color uh all people going well how are we meant to believe that she's the daughter of javier bardem he's literally poseidon he can turn into a horse <laughs> like why is that your problem you can't believe that he's the king of all the seven seas and you know i know he's not poseidon but he is poseidon and somehow that is unfathomable that he would have a child with a slightly different skin color is it not better that his seven children representing the seven seas are all different races therefore complementing the race of people nearest to that sea yeah and also would kind of you know kind of give credence to the whole mixed
0: families thing that's kind of cool
1: good fucking god
0: why this film
1: of all films to be your one to die on if this if like 40 year old you know gammon looking white people somehow getting annoyed about the little pissy mermaid (laughs) the thing is if i don't want
0: to pander to those let's be real actual morons but if you don't like this one good news the 1992 animated one isn't going anywhere you can just get that on disney plus and it's fine right it isn't going anywhere we're not removing the other version i mean frankly with the lion king you would want to remove the new version so you know. <laughs> uh,
1: just I, I i i shouldn't bite every time it comes up but you just can't help and wonder that what these what are these people's lives that they can get so goddamn angry about this but hey yeah i mean i knew it was coming it's live action it's, a, it's an old animated disney movie it's getting a live action remake at some point um and yeah i mean that's a relatively okay cast i mean yeah merson mccarthy is ursula it's the obvious choice but fine i just i just um,
0: wish they'd cast like a drag queen or something that would have been real cool like just anyone good. who's won rupaul just um, fuck it
1: RuPaul that would have been a better pick now fuck that bag of chips from the UK one definitely oh she would have been good she's yep. from Wensbury so that would be delightful <laughs> um also I think I found Wensbury in Assassin's Creed Valhalla oh. and refused to kill anybody out of fear that I was killing like a great 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 granddad. <laughs> do you imagine
0: uh, you'd stabbed a random dude and then just your game desynchronized? <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> sorry we <laughs> got you darren oh no um... <laughs> splashes up time paradox <laughs> <laughs> beautiful um right chip and dale i don't give a shit
0: i know a lot of people like the rescue rangers uh the, it's fine i'm more interested that it's john Mulaney and andy sandberg because they're great um but yeah yeah this one's a strange one it's not as weird
1: as the next one though Right, Robert Zemeckis has got to give up with this live-action CGI hybrid business. I just watched the Polar Express.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a nightmare. Uh,
1: Right, I don't get that film. It's not funny, it's not whimsical, it's not nothing, it's just weird. And now he's got Tom Hanks back to do it again, but this time in Pinocchio. (laughs) Yeah, Tom
0: Hanks is Geppetto, I imagine.
1: I mean, he was everybody in the Polar Express, so he might be Geppetto, (laughs) he might be Jiminy Cricket, he might be... um, pinocchio he might be a chair he could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... oh god <sighs> i mean he's just been uh, mr
0: rogers so you know anything's going to be a step down
1: yeah a chair wouldn't be too much of a he's such a good actor i'm sure he could pull off chair <laughs> um but yeah that so that's coming it didn't seem like that's now coming to cinemas There seem to be eschewing cinemas and going straight for disney plus for some of these which is surprising like lady in the tramp made sense because i mean that's that's no one's favorite disney film but i would have thought pinocchio and and the next one peter pan and wendy would have been similar like nailed on coming to cinemas it might be they're coming to both um yeah it could be because i mean they own a cinema chain disney owns a cinema chain in america so they've got a vested interest in keeping those things open um but uh if you don't want to do that it seems like mulan did so well it's now changed their primary direction
0: did did mulan do well
1: i apparently they were very happy with with the numbers like disney plus this is why we're getting everything announced for disney plus and not like you know it's a fractional amount of stuff coming to cinemas is because it did massively well i think netflix predicted that its first year disney plus would get 15 20 million top subscribers he ended the year or will end the year with 70 million. Oh wow that's impressive i mean launching in the first week of a global like lockdown well at least in this better. country at least in this yeah, country yeah could not have come at better timing for them so yeah apparently mulan did so well i mean it, it had to why would you sack off your peter pan remake and your pinocchio remake to disney plus if you weren't pretty sure you were going to get a nice kickback from it
0: hmm even w- another weird weird bit of casting the peter pan and wendy which i can only assume is some kind of sequel uh will cast jude law as captain
1: hook huh. yeah, that is a bit of a strange one um i did you know little factoid the name wendy didn't exist before the peter pan book it was invented for that book Huh. there you go well, there little you factoid go for you um yeah, frankly I, I don't give a shit about either of those movies, so I uh, don't need that. Nor did I. I've never watched Enchanted.
0: No, uh, I, I know a lot of people share quite a bit of nostalgia for it, but it was a 2007 live action Disney film. How do you think it went?
1: Yeah, yeah. Very good point. Uh, sister Act, simile. i uh, not really all that into that either. I
0: was excited until I read the words Tyler Perry as producer. Ah, uh, Yeah we know what that film's gonna be now i love Whoopi; like she's great but like uh, tyler
1: perry is not good she was gonna be um the west end doing sister act um with uh what's her face uh, with uh uh jennifer saunders yeah yeah that would have been incredible but but doing the first one i'm like aren't you meant to be like a height of the career of las vegas performer not I mean, Whoopi Goldberg's like 70 at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's fairly...
0: But the thing is, she only does shit she's interested in doing, so... Yeah, the fact she's that got she's that fuck that, you money, so... She does have fuck you money. I mean, not as much fuck you money as, like, Oprah
1: does, but it's pretty big. No,
0: There's a yeah, lot of fuck you money.
1: Uh, right, I think that's it for the live-action stuff. They then pass it over to Disney Animation. Yep. Um, we've got some character shots from Raya and the Last Dragon, which looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it it certainly does look interesting.
0: I'm, I'm not sure whether it's going
1: to be quite the hit
0: that they think it's going to be, but I'm interested.
1: I mean, Disney Animation has kind of come back a little bit. Like Moana was brilliant. Uh, I mean, Frozen made a lot of money, so there's that. Um...
0: Mm. Frozen was good until it got overplayed, and I don't I, I don't want to come across as the Disney hipster, but like I watched Frozen upon first release and went, "That's actually a good film," and then it. Continued to be the cash cow for years and years yeah. and years Um uh, this one tangled's
1: ex- better tangled is yeah. better you're right and moana's better as well oh my man is so much better so they're on it they're on a not a, like a pixar level hot streak but they're on a decent run at the moment so uh this one is coming they confirmed cinemas and premiere access uh so the the mulan deal um that's coming uh march 5th 2021 Uh, speaking of moana she's getting her own uh animated disney plus series
0: she is in 2023 so it sounds like they might be waiting for like other cast members to become free to get the original voices back that'd be neat
1: yeah uh probably the rock because the rock is starring in everything um oh yeah we're getting uh, a Baymax series. Which yes, Mago will be very happy about.
0: <laughs> yes, I love Big Hero Six, so any more of that, I'm very happy about. Even though I didn't know that the 2D animated series was a thing, <laughs> and the basically, 2D animated series. Do you remember we did a pitch and I pitched a
1: Oh, continuing yes.
0: adventures yes. of of those guys. It already exists. It's on Disney Plus, and I've still not
1: watched it yet. Ah, um, isn't there's that there's Zootopia Plus? Okay uh and tiana so uh, tiana from princess and the frog uh, which, which is, is good because right. that was that the last traditionally animated one because no. I, I feel
0: like that was Ooh. real good
1: i can't think of anything uh no i think that was the last traditionally animated one
0: it was it was really good as well uh, the, the the villain the um like the shadow man kind of guy who had the oh. best song in the entire thing i
1: read it Uh, miss doctor oh that's gonna wind me up i'm gonna have to look it up you're talking about the next thing in our will
0: you might be right bear with me uh princess
1: um while you're doing that i will move on to um we're getting a a collaboration between disney animation and a pan african entertainment company coogely i'm very sorry i'm probably butchering that Um, But, yeah, they're doing, like, a a uh, cross-promoted African-based animation called... Oh, that's got so many accents on the letters. Uh, Oahu. Iwaju. That's a good guess. Probably is Oahu. Right? Um, That looks like... I mean, it looks a bit like... What if there was a Disney princess thing set in uh, Wakanda? But, I mean... Okay, I'll watch that. Um, So, it's it's Afrofuturism animated... Thing. Um, it looks like. like
0: uh, sorry, go on.
1: What was that BBC series on the, earlier this year? I was just about to mention it. It looks a little bit like Noughts and Crosses. That's it. Yeah. Um, cool. It's good to see them branching out. Um, always good to to you know diversify the the family pool a little bit. So sweet. Do
0: you want to bet that if this does really well, Disney buys out Kugali? oh
1: 100 percent.
0: Like this is going to be a Pixar deal.
1: Absolutely. Um, was it dr facilier uh, it was dr facilier uh when he was also known as the shadow man so we were both right fuck yeah sweet uh right next up lim manuel miranda, miranda the second most employed man in the world yep. um he's getting uh, a colombian based uh family uh musical called encanto i'm down yeah sweet i mean he's he's only doing the music so i should say it's it's um he's not directing or anything but he's writing all the music um cool again diversification is cool fair entertainment 2020.
0: yeah we we want more stories that are different this is what i loved so much about coco it was a story yeah. that you could only tell inside you know the mexican landscape of mythology so let's have more of that from stuff we don't know about that would be real cool
1: exactly that's how people learn and we avoid 40 year old gammons worrying about the little mermaid <laughs> um, yep oh, um, pixar
0: yeah pixar were very quick to remind us that soul is coming to disney plus on christmas please watch soul so that's nice uh, <laughs> it's premiering with the new short called burrow so that that sounds good oh yep. what the shorts tend to be better than some of the the uh, <laughs> some of the feature pictures so that's okay for me they do like the um Um, the simpson short that played before onward yeah it was so much better than onward
1: (laughs) oh god Um, had you forgotten about onward and the fact that that came out this year right (laughs) well i wrote down the list of movies that i have watched this year and i was like oh yeah that did happen this year um so there is a um an inside pixar documentary i haven't started yet i think i might say that for the the off week between christmas and new year where time is a strange concept to everybody uh i might plug that in there because um, most of the documentaries i've watched on disney are i mean they all toe the company line they're all um you know they're, they're very pro disney it would seem mm. um but they're relatively interested insights into how stuff goes so that might be a one to watch um they're doing pixar popcorn which is just short uh basically they've already been doing pixar shorts but this seems to be a continuation of that they're going to bring back some more characters uh including doug um who's going to get his own series um where he deals with the dangers of suburbia
0: like fireworks um, and squirrels everyone's aye. favorite um they're also doing well actually no weirdly enough that is a series that's a full series uh, oh, pixar popcorn are. is its own thing yep um, they announced that there are going to be three full Pixar um, Disney Plus series. There's Doug. The next one, oh, for fuck's sake, it's more cars. It's Lightning McQueen and Mater on a road trip across the cut. Oh, fucking kill me.
1: I I know. I know. But you have to understand that basically for the generation after us, Cars is their Toy Story. Not in terms of quality necessarily, but in terms of the money. Cars is second only to Toy Story in merchandise sales. So of course they're going to get lightning mcqueen and mater back
0: that is hella depressing uh, I know. <laughs> just that the toy story is just it's it holds up so well even the janky first one from like 96 it holds up so well and then you've got cars which wasn't good after cars one no. it's debatable that it was even good then
1: like toy story might be the most unifying film of their generation i don't know a single person born in the 90s who doesn't worship toy story it's because it's the fucking bomb diggity um right. the uh, let's
0: just move on i don't want to talk about cars anymore it depresses me because <laughs> either we've got weird shit coming first uh the next one is a, an original um long form animated series so it looks like this is going to be like proper like saturday morning cartoon length maybe 25 episodes we don't know yeah uh the show follows a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character that sounds interesting mm-hmm. i don't think it sounds good <laughs> but it, it's at least different it's very different that it's um because pixar <laughs> don't normally do things that are just straight upset in the real world so
1: this is interesting no. if you had on your twenty twenty bingo pixar does roshamon via the medium of softball stand up uh <laughs> good for you um, in. uh yeah so they noticed the next feature film uh, is gonna be called luca uh, a celebration of friendship between a boy named luca and his best friend alberto that sounds ultra generic yep i'm betting it's gonna be the first one to have a gay relationship that's I what i'm getting. going to... Ah, is that where they're going with this? That'd be pretty dope
0: I'm okay with uh, that. Although I did see the names Luke and Albert, and I was going, "Oh, great! It's the fucking Coco prequel." <laughs> but uh, ah, I don't think it is. I, I think it's no. going to be explaining gay relationship to kids.
1: That's cool. I'm fine. That'd be so nice. Right. I see this next one actually kind of retroactively made me a bit more optimistic. Because so I was like, "Like, Pixar are a quality, not quantity, studio traditionally." And now they're doing all this stuff for Disney Plus, like all the short animation series and yada yada blah blah. I was a bit like, eh, I don't know. But Pixar have been doing this for years. They bed in new talent with the short movies, eventually give them one of the you know the shorts before a big movie place to really test them out, and then move them on to bigger projects. Case in point, the guy who did Vow, um, uh, Domi Shi is now doing um a full length um feature it's called turning red uh and it's about a girl who when she gets too excited turns into a giant red panda i can't say i'm enamored with the concept but bow was good so i'll give it a chance yeah Bow oh, was pixar i was going to give it a chance anyway
0: well yeah it's pixar we'll 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 throw them a bone as long as it doesn't have the word cars in it uh yeah. yeah no it that's a weird concept and i haven't seen that before so sweet i'll watch that <laughs> <laughs> it's it, you can't say they're not being uh they're not being in- inventive and they're trying something original because nobody had uh pixar makes a movie where a girl turns into a red panda on their uh 2020 bingo cards at all
1: no they did not they then this next one may it's definitely the most interesting thing pixar names they're doing a buzz lightyear prequel they certainly are they're uh, but it's not even
0: like it's a toy story prequel it's an in the universe of the toy line in toy story so it's like it's not how did to- the buzz light year doll get made in the world of toy story it's what's the backstory for the doll in the universe of buzz light years franchise from toy i've gone cross-eyed
1: right i still haven't figured out myself whether this is like Is this an in-universe piece of media? So, like, this is their Star Wars, and then the Buzz Lightyear doll is just based on that piece of media. Or in the world of the reality that Toy Story exists in, was there a man who went to space called Buzz Lightyear? Basically, what if Buzz Aldrin had an action figure? So they haven't really clarified that. They have clarified that Captain America is voicing him. Good job. Yeah. Back in there.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, I know a lot of people are going to be salty that it's not uh, Tim Allen, but uh, it's young Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen is in his 50s. So, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it it seems fine. Okay, I guess. It's coming out in 2022.
1: Like, I'm glad it's not, like, because we we fucking rolled the dice with Toy Story 4. They took a chance on that one because they risked the perfect ending of Toy Story 3. And I think, I mean, it's not, as good an ending, but Toy Story 4 was still pretty goddamn good, so good for them, this is a way for them to keep mining the best well they have, but in new and interesting ways, so I commend them for that at least, taking a chance, and I mean, an action movie starring Buzz Lightyear, I'm surprised they haven't, like, done another Buzz Lightyear video game, because he seems perfect for it, um, so maybe this will eventually lead to that, so yeah... I mean, I mean, the concept art looked pretty. We only saw one still, but yeah, it just immediately puts you in the mind of, oh no, this is actual Buzz Lightyear going to space.
0: Neat. <laughs> it does look a little bit like The Martian, and now all I can think of is uh, CGI Matt Damon, and that won't ever leave my head. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, cool. um the, Did you ever, did you ever watch Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the um animated series that came out of Toy Story? I didn't, know. I I have a surprising amount of nostalgia for that. They did, like, the the pilot was basically feature length, um, Mm. and they released it on video at the same time as Toy Story 2, and I owned that. And then they made a PlayStation 1 game, which was terrible, but I loved it. (laughs) And so, (laughs) but that was very much like, that's Buzz Lightyear as he is in Toy Story and his crew, so that was, like, the in-universe cartoon. Um, Yeah. As in, like, that's the cartoon that andy would have watched so uh,
1: is that the direction they're going are they are they borrowing from buzz Lightyear's you star command well this thing these questions are at least interesting um so that's why i think i'm engaged with that there, there's a lot of ways this can go um but yeah it's just it opens up a new way for us to enjoy toy story without messing with the original set of films as they are like uh, i mean eventually are we going to get young woody is that like <laughs> the next series? They do Woody's roundup, but in real life?
0: <laughs> they do Red Dead Redemption, but with Woody.
1: Oh, yes. There you go. <laughs> well, <we've... laughs> well done, Muggle. You've done it again. Um, awesome I'm happy with episode.
0: that. And unfortunately, it is my duty once again, that's future Mike from the editing bay, to step in to tell you that this episode ran way, way too long. So we're going to have to make it another two-parter. But don't worry, because both parts will be out this week. So it's down to me now to end the episode in a normal fashion. You can go and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatMico, And you can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at TheCuttridge. You can go and follow the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the username FowlEnt. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username FowlEnt or podcasts, And, of course, go to FowlEnt entertainment.com for more podcasts more articles and more of all the stuff you love and crave we will see you later on this week for part two of this extravaganza nearly two and a half hour episode where we just talk about pop culture what is our lives bye everybody